Are you a single believer looking for the love of your life? Or are you a married believer looking to grow the love you already have? If you like practical advice based on the Word of God with real-life examples, you're in the right place. I'm Cindy. And I'm Wayne. Welcome Welcome to to Love Love with with the the Lines. with the lines. I'm Cindy. And I must be Wayne. You are Wayne. Yeah, good. Okay. I don't have a driver's license on me, so it, trust it's in me, my wallet. It's you. Okay. I'll take your word for it. You have an honest face. <laughs> and you're and, cute. And thank you. And this is episode 46. <laughs> yes, by gosh, it is. I think we have the holiday giggles. We are. We, we do. We're just coming to the end of the craziness of the season we're mm-hmm. going to see your family for the weekend and yep then maybe we can get back to normal a little bit whatever that is whatever that is whatever that is so anyway anyway we missed doing the podcast last week getting ready for christmas we talked about it and then we forgot about it and then we talked we about talked it about again. the end and we were going to do it Friday, then we were going to do it Saturday, we were going to do Sunday, we were going to do a Christmas Eve version, yeah, and as you can see, none of that happened, so if you look at the podcast lineup, it did not happen. So this is going to be our last podcast for 2023. Yep. It's been an interesting ride. It has been an interesting ride, yes, it has Mm -hmm. been. Yeah. 2020, yeah, 2023 has been interesting. It has been very interesting mm-hmm. in many different ways. But the podcast has been fun, and we appreciate mm-hmm. those of you who do regularly listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. and we hope that you'll tell your friends. And we wanted to give an announcement about the timing of the podcast. We are working up to doing multiple episodes at a time, but we haven't figured that out yet either. But it, we have determined it's just easier for us to do the podcast on Friday night And so beginning in January, well, actually with this one, and I think the last one aired on Saturday, but we're going to continue um, airing the podcast on Saturday morning. So if you are one of the people who looks forward to the podcast coming out, please take note of that, that it will be, um, it will be airing on Saturday morning from now on. Okay. So we were talking about. Um, an appropriate topic for the last week and I think a lot of people or maybe not so many anymore we'll see when I share some research that I found here but you New Year's Eve is typically a time when people make resolutions have you ever made resolutions I have but not many it's it's hard to improve on things that are practically perfect in every way (laughs) You and your son-in-law. <laughs> well, all joking aside. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, all, all joking aside, as you may have, or maybe you've never picked up on this, I'm not a big planner. No. 
I know. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what, what was that song I was saying that I had running through my head the other day? A Doris, if you're old enough to remember Doris Day, she had a song that she sang in at least one of her movies. K Sera Sera. Mm -hmm. Whatever will be, will be. <laughs> that is kind of your life anthem. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I've never been a planner. I've never been a planner. And you are married to someone who wants who to know every detail down to the minute about what we're going to do. I am not in the least bit spontaneous. <laughs> and this is definitely one of those where opposites attract because we are definitely at polar opposites of the spectrum on that one well what was it you were at we you were talking about doing something the other day and you looked at me it's like well what are your how do you plan to do that it's like i haven't even thought about that yet <laughs> anyway anyway um, we digress so i know that i have made resolutions new year's resolutions some i have kept but i would say very few in relationship to the number of new year's resolutions that i've made over the years I mean, we have a lot of years, we have a lot of New Year's <laughs> <laughs> behind us, so that, but I, I was wondering what it was like for other people, and so I did a little research, Google, you know, Google's always a great place mm -hmm. to research stuff, and I actually found three different things that have been published in the last week. Um, hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. So one of the things was a survey done by one poll. O-N-E-P-O-L-L. -L. I had never heard of this before. Um, but anyway, a one-poll survey of 2,000 adults has found that 68% of people have never actually achieved their New Year's resolutions. Three, now, this 2,000 is a small sample in comparison to the entire like country or world, but it's. I think this is probably a pretty good representation. It says three-quarters of respondents have set resolutions for the New Year, but only 35% believe, oh, but 35% believe they'll only achieve some of their goals. And the main reason people don't achieve their goals is because they tried to give up something they love. So I, I know we get a lot of people, including myself in the past, making diet and exercise mm -hmm. resolutions. I know a lot of people I talk to, they just don't even, they don't make, they don't make new year's resolutions mm -hmm. because in the past they've never been able to achieve them right um for in this one poll survey 42 percent of people said they think they don't achieve their goals because they're overly ambitious while 38 percent believe it's because they don't have a good support system hmm. and many respondents also said they struggle with their resolutions as they lack motivation and set too many goals hmm. and uh, interesting enough, I think in line with what you're saying, 69% of people said they are now less focused on making lifestyle changes and more focused on their happiness, which I think coming out of, of the COVID years, that mental health is a, is a big need mm -hmm. for everyone now. Making, making, being more focused on your happiness mm -hmm. what is probably not a bad idea. There was another survey that found that 55% of Americans believe it's time to ditch New Year's resolutions. Hmm. This was also a survey of 2,000 adults, um, and it was 2,000 adults who typically make resolutions found that millennials in particular are the generation that's especially done with the classic resolution. 66% hmm. of millennials said that. 
It could be pessimism over keeping their resolutions is leading to so many giving up the popular goal-setting tradition. Over half of those surveyed admit they wind up giving up their resolutions by March. 52% hmm. of people gave them up by March. And just 5% of Americans who typically have res resolutions stick to them for the full year. And then there was another survey that was published in the San Francisco uh, Gazette that uh, said that 91% of Americans fail at New Year's resolutions. Hmm. Um, that was really an interesting article because it went in to uh, talk about how to uh, succeed with resolutions. But in this article, it said, according to a recent Forbes Health and One Poll survey, uh, more than half of Americans abandon their New Year's resolutions within the first three months. Hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's saying that um, every year as the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, millions of Americans make promises to themselves, promises of change, self-improvement, and newfound habits. These promises known as New Year's resolutions pledge a fresh start and a better future. Yet beneath the excitement and optimism lives a stark reality. Only 1% of people who make resolutions stick to them all the way until the end of the year. And of that, only 6% manage to actually change their lives long term. So that's 6% of the 1% <laughs> are the only ones that really hmm. have made a life change. So it may be a change, but it may not be a life or permanent change. Right. Hmm. So it sounds like a lot of... Um, People, you know, have a good intention. We all do. I know I, when I've made goals and resolutions. And I think it, I think the health and wellness goals come because you eat so much junk over the holidays. It's like, I know we've been eating stuff that is typically not a regular part of our diet. And my body is probably on sugar overload right now. And I know it's probably not liking it. So, but with all the parties and cookies mm -hmm. and candy and all that good stuff. But yeah, anyway. well, I think mine's liking the sugar. Yours is liking the sugar? Yeah. <laughs> it's revving up your metabolism. It's revving up my, but this is about as revved as I get, baby. <laughs> this, this is your revved up this face? This is my revved up face. Sometime we'll have to do a podcast on the many faces of Wayne, mm -hmm. which all look alike, by the which way. But you can't see them. So anyway, um, so we did decide, though, and we know a lot of other people who do this, that setting goals for the new year is not a bad idea. It's no. actually a good idea. Mm -hmm. And part of that has to be that you need to set realistic goals. You need to decide what those goals are, and then and then you need to keep them in front of them. I, I, I know, um, oh, I wish I could have found that statistic <clears throat> about how many people buy gym memberships mm. and mm -hmm. buy the, and this is when the gyms make all their money in, in January and they run all their specials mm. because they make, they make, I don't even know, millions probably. I know the, the health and fitness industry is, is a multi-billion dollar industry in the United States of America. Anyway, by April, the gyms are empty again. Mm -hmm. So they actually can afford to cover their costs and make money um, based on all the recurring, either upfront annual or monthly recurring gym memberships that that have been purchased, but they actually don't have to manage people uh, taking advantage of those memberships. But mm -hmm. I don't know, because I mean, when I look at goals and resolutions, I mean they're kind of the same thing, but to me they're they're different. I mean, when I think of a New Year's resolution, I think of something that. Okay, it's New Year's. I'm going to make a resolution to change something. Mm -hmm. Where 
if it's a goal for me, it's something that I usually put more prayer and thought and planning into. Right. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, yeah. Um, I know I'm big on vision boards. I've taught vision board classes, and that's where you cut out pictures or, I mean, I always have scripture on my vision board. I cut out pictures of things that are part of my goal or as a result, end result of my goal to put on the board. Um, things that keep it in front of me. Um, the scripture that, that we chose for this episode is in Habakkuk chapter two, verse two. This is from the King James version. It says, write the vision and make it plain. Mm -hmm. And so it, you know, God expects us, I think, to have goals to always be improving, not because we have to improve to earn his love or his grace or to earn our salvation, anything like that, but because he wants us to continually mm -hmm. keep growing. And so we, you have to have something to aim for, you know, especially when you get into your adult years, because like, you know, when you're, when you're young, you have goals like, well, I'm going to finish high school or I'm going to save up enough money to buy my first car. And then maybe you're, you know, I'm getting a, a trade certificate and to start a career or I'm going to get a college degree or something. So you have those end, end vision, end of your vision in sight. But then when you, when you get beyond that, you have to be more intentional. I think about mm -hmm. setting goals. Um, so I, I did a Google search on setting goals for couples, setting goals for Christian couples. If you are looking for a particular method, you can Google those things. I was surprised by the amount of material that came up when I Googled those things. I could have read for days and everybody had different thoughts about it, how many goals you could, should set, what categories your goals should be in. Um, you know, the method for the, there's different methods for how to develop a goal, uh, different things. So you can really, if you're interested, do some heavy duty research on this just by Googling these things and checking out the websites. I saw a lot of really good things. Sounds like hot topic. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. Especially for this for, time of year. I'm but sure it pulled is. up a lot of older articles. Like mm. I was pulling up stuff from 2018, 2017. Wow. Um, it was, but maybe the search engine is picking it up because of the time of year. Mm. So, but Wayne and I talked about this and we decided that we were um, going to set three goals. And when you set a goal, you can set the big goal and then you can break it down either into sub goals or you're, you're obviously going to break it down into tasks about how you're going to move forward towards accomplishing this goal. So you can do one overarching goal and then break it down into smaller things. But we decided that we would set a relationship goal for our marriage, a spiritual growth goal for our relationship with God in our marriage, a financial goal. And um, if, if we had children at home, I, I would set a family goal. I'm, so I would suggest that if you are raising a family that you want to set a family goal. Um, you know, one thing that we didn't talk about here is we are working on uh, different businesses, different mm -hmm. multiple streams of income that we're working on to fund our retirement. So we probably should add a business goal we to probably this should add a business list. goal, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. And then other friends of ours, and I, and I know our daughter does this personally. I think she just does it personally. I don't know if they do it as a couple. But uh, people fast and pray and ask the Lord to give them a word 
for the year. Um, it's very interesting to hear at the end of the year the reports on mm-hmm. how God showed up in this word through through the year, what kind of things happened, um, you know, what what people thought it meant at the beginning when they got the word and what actually transpired throughout the year. How um, God confirmed the word. Yes, how God confirmed the word. Yeah. Um, so that's, so we're, so now we're going to set, so now we just changed it from three goals to four goals. We're going to do a relationship goal, a spiritual growth goal, a financial goal, a business goal. And then we're going to, uh, fast and pray for a word for the year for us as a couple. So the one thing that you do want your goal to be is, um, you want it to be measurable. So you need to be able to, to know that you've reached your goal. So perhaps your financial goal is you want to go on a trip to California. And so you look up what it's going to cost for airfare, what it's going to cost for whatever resort or, or uh, attraction that you want to go to. You're going to look at what the costs are. And so then you're going to set your goal. And so say you want to go on this trip in November next year over Thanksgiving vacation, and so you need to make all your reservations by September. So you're going to set a goal that you need $8,000 by August 31st, something like that. So you want to be specific in that you can measure measure the goal and know when it's accomplished. Um, we talked about our relationship goal is we have not been doing a very good job of dating. Mm-hmm. And we know that dating is really important for your marriage relationship. So we have uh, established that our relationship goal is going to be that we go on a date night once a month. Mm -hmm. And that that can be creative. It can be going out. I just said going out on a date night, but it it could be staying in for it. It is staying in date night. So we could get takeout and watch Mm -hmm. a movie, but just intentionally schedule something to do together as a couple every month and not just let it happen to chance. Mm -hmm. Um that's an example of one goal. So we really encourage you to take time together as a couple to pray together about this. Uh, we're going to be in the car for a long time over the next few days. And so we tend to use that time together to work on goals and planning out goals, that type of thing. So that's what we're going to be doing this weekend. And we would be interested to hear uh, what what goals you've set mm-hmm. or here during the year have this transpires you can always email us at love with the lines at gmail.com um, or you can um, comment on the podcast and let us mm-hmm. know this is it for 2023 thank you for listening to us this year our first year of our podcast that launched way back on february 3rd 2023 23 2023 mm-hmm. and We look forward to seeing you in the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. God bless. Bye now. Bye.